0: Hello and welcome to The Life of Riley from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: When Chester A. Riley was leading the hectic life of a bachelor, he used to look forward with pleasurable anticipation to those quiet, restful evenings he would enjoy at home when he got married. And now, after 18 years of married life, let's witness a typical evening in the Riley home. As Riley, supper-over, picks up the evening paper with a sigh of relaxation, opens it to the editorial page, and then... But while Riley sleeps blissfully, he is unaware that the door is slowly opening. Slowly, inch by inch, the door creaks open. Suddenly, the barrel of the gun appears in the opening. A gloved hand is aiming directly at Riley's head. Into the room steals a sinister masked figure. The gloved hand steadies the gun. A finger tenses on the trigger, and then.
0: All right, you rat, I got you covered. Dad, don't shoot, Junior. You shot me.
2: Just because I owe you four weeks' allowance, you shot me.
0: (laughs) Ah. It's only a calf pistol. You're not shot.
2: Uh Oh. What are you doing with that gun?
0: I'm just playing. I'm Frank Ferret, the private eye, and I'm out to get you.
2: Yeah? Who am I?
0: Your bonehead Barney, the murderous moron.
2: (laughs) Quiet, Junior. The neighbors will hear you. I mean... How dare you?
0: But didn't you ever hear it on the radio?
2: The radio. So that's where you get these crazy ideas. Give me that gun, Junior. I'm confiscating it. Oh, uh,
0: no, Bob. Don't take it. Let go it. that gun, Junior. Finally, Junior. I said give me that gun. Uh, yeah. Well, what on earth's going on here? He
2: was shooting at me with this gun.
0: Oh, it's only a toy. Yeah,
2: uh, it's lucky for me it is. But if this had been a real gun, I'd be a dead moron. I mean... <laughs> He's got to stop listening to those crazy radio programs of his. What's wrong with him? Well, there's plenty of good programs you can listen to without that junk. Well, like what? There's dozens. I'll I'll show you. I'll get you something really educational.
1: All right, you rat. I got you covered.
2: (laughs) I'll get another station. All right, you rat. I got you covered. Wait. Let's try this station here. Ah, dear. Good morning, Louisa. Ah, There. That's better. All right, you rats. I got you (laughs) (laughs) covered. Wait a minute.
0: Why don't you sit down, Angela? Thank you, Cynthia. What a heavenly morning. The heather is in full bloom on the moors. Ah,
2: that's more like it. You see how nice they talk?
0: See, Angela? Thank you, Cynthia.
2: Now you listen to that, knew You learn manners.
0: Now shall we get to the point, darling? You know why I'm here, darling. I love Sir Evelyn. I know, but you forget, darling. He's my husband, and I love him too. And I shall never give him up. I'm afraid you'll have to. We leave for Paris tonight. Sorry, darling.
2: The English is so polite.
0: (laughs) Never. I adore Evelyn. He's the father of my children. Rather than give him up, I will see you dead. Dead. Thank you. What are you doing with that gun? All right, you rodent. I've got you covered.
2: That's a losing fight. Did you ever hear junk like that?
0: Well, I don't know. I, I found it kind of interesting.
2: Interesting. You're worse than Junior. Where do they get stories like that? So unbelievable. Here's this dame. Just because another dame is in love with her husband, she takes out a gun and shoots her.
0: Well, any woman might if her home was at stake. Oh,
2: baloney. <laughs> I'll prove it to you. I'll ask you one question. Suppose some woman was madly in love with me and wanted me to go away with her to uh, Pomona. Would you shoot her and risk going to the electric chair?
0: Why, of course. I wouldn't hesitate a moment. I'd let the hussy have it right between the eyes. You would? Yes.
2: Well, let's face it, I'm worth it. Hey
3: there,
2: Riley. Oh, hi, Gillis. What's the matter, Riley? You look like you're thinking. Or is it a touch of indigestion? No, I'm thinking. I just had a very odd conversation with Peg. And you know what she said? How should I know? I ain't the kind of a guy goes around snooping, eavesdropping on his next-door neighbor. Well, I asked her what she'd do if another woman was in love with me and Peg said that she'd shoot her and risk going to the chair. Well, let's face it, you ain't waited. Gillis, you heard. Accidental. Your walls are so thin. They're made of a very poor grade lumber. Look, I got a splinter in my ear. Gillis, you've got no right hanging around my house.
3: Take it easy.
2: I come over here to do you a favor. To give you this letter. Letter? For me? Yeah, it was delivered to my house by mistake. Why didn't you come in instead of hanging around listening? You're lucky I listened, because when I heard the conversation, I figured I'd better give you this letter in private. Look who it's from. Uh, Bertha Ferguson, Brooklyn. I don't know any Bertha Ferguson. Think back, Riley. Think back to Brooklyn. Well, I left Brooklyn in 1939. Think further back. Let your mind run amok.
3: <laughs>
2: well, I got married. Later back tonight. Remember the legal avenue social and athletic club? Yeah. Uh, Remember the hayride they had on the Fourth of July? Yeah. Uh, Remember the guy you took on that hayride?
3: Yeah. Right there, your old flame.
2: Yeah. She was crazy about me. What's she writing to me for after all these years? Open the letter and find out. Huh? Yeah. Wonder what... Hey, this letter looks like it's been steamed open. Gillis, did you Riley, thing. what do you take me for? You think I'm the kind of a sneak who would open up a private letter? Besides, it's a federal rap, 20 years. Oh, sorry, Gillis. Well, let me see. You stand over there. I don't want you to see it. Okay. Dear Chester, I guess you are surprised to... 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 Hear from me. (laughs) Hear from me. While it has been much too long, however, it will not be much longer as I am making a visit to Los Angeles and we can have a good old re... re... Reunion. (laughs) Reunion. We'll be at the Piltmore Hotel on the 10th. 11th. Yeah, the (laughs) 11th. Gillis, you read this. You, you you did steam it open. Accidental, I swear. I just happened to have it in my pocket while I was taking a takey bath. You've got your nerve, you sneak. Listen, way, don't worry about me. Worry about Berta. What have I got to worry about? I'll invite her over to the house. Are you out of your mind? Why? Don't you see, Boita is still madly in love with you. Oh no, no. Look what she says in the letter. There. It has been much too long. We have so much to talk about. Well, it don't prove nothing. Read between the lines. (laughs) Well? Between the lines? Yeah. Well? It's blank between the
3: lines. (laughs) Riley, believe me, I
2: know women. This thing ain't coming 3,000 miles just to pick oranges. There's passion through every line in that letter. Oh, I can't believe it, Gillis. After all these years, how can she still love me? Am I so charming? Am I so attractive? Am I so handsome? You're right, she's mad about me. (laughs) What'll I do? Don't tell Peg she's coming. You know how Peg hates her. She does? Don't you remember the fight they had? They was rolling all over the floor, pulling each other's hair. Because Baita said she wanted to marry you, and Peg said she wanted to marry you. Oh, but I was only eight years old. Over 30 years have passed. A woman is like an elephant. She never forgets. And if Baita still eats the way she used to, she's an elephant.
3: <laughs>
2: oh, what well, this is awful. Today's the 11th. What if she and Peg meet? What'll happen? Use your
1: imagination. I love
2: he done it. Done what? Oh, Gillis, this is terrible. If Bertha comes to the house... Don't give it a chance. Go to her face, to the hotel. Nip this in the bud. But I can't do that. You got it. Otherwise, they'll beat each other's throats like two (laughs) tigeresses. Oh, Gillis, why wasn't I born homely instead of with this face? Hello, Gillis. You ready? Okay, I'll meet you outside. Give me five minutes. I gotta sneak out. I don't want Peg to catch on. I'm going down to Bertha's hotel. All right. She's coming. I'll see you outside.
0: Riley, I want. Oh, you're going out, dear.
2: Oh, me? Well, no, no, I'm not going out. Where have I got to go? What gave you the idea I'm going out?
0: Well, you got your hat and coat on.
2: Huh? Oh. Well, naturally. I have to wear my hat and coat. There's never any hangers in the
0: closet. Now, look, dear. If you want to go out, you well, I told you I'm not going out. I'm not going anywhere. All right. Then how about a game of gin rummy?
2: When I come back. I mean...
0: Uh, <laughs> later. Well, then you are going out. No,
2: i Yeah. Well, well, just for a walk, I... Listen, Peg, what what we talked about yesterday, uh, about what you'd do if another woman wanted me, would you still do it?
0: (laughs) What do you think? I love Sir Chester. He is the father
2: of my children. Rather than let you have him, I'll see you dead. Oh, I gotta go. Listen, if somebody should call up Peg, I'll take it. Wrong number.
0: Oh, God that was the doorbell
2: that rang. Oh, oh well, I'll get it.
0: All right, you're right. I got you covered.
2: Bertha, don't shoot!
0: Oh, Riley, it's not Bertha, it's Junior. And just who is Bertha? <laughs>
3: Bertha?
2: Oh, well, the, 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 uh, the Junior, I told you to stop playing these crazy games. Where did you get that gun?
0: Well, I found it behind the radio. Yeah, well,
2: give it to me. This time I'll hide it where you'll never find it.
0: What's the matter with you, Riley? You're acting even stranger than usual. A
2: slip of the tongue, Peg. That's all. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm perfectly normal for me.
0: Oh, what? Well. <laughs> Go for a walk.
2: Okay. Good night, Cynthia. Twelve-oh-one. <laughs> Twelve-oh-two. Oh, here's great. There's room 1203. You all set to go in? No, wait, wait, Gillis. Maybe I ought to come back tomorrow. No, you've got to stop this vampire now. You want it to break up your home? No. Then knock on the door. Okay. I said knock. I'm knocking, can't you hear? That's your knees. (laughs) I'm so nervous, I don't know what I'm doing. Riley, pull yourself together. Now, you remember what I told you to say? Yeah. Uh, no, no. Tell me again. You've got to do all the talking. Yeah. Don't give her a chance to get started. Yeah, but what do I say? What you say I... like this here. Yeah. Barbara, how long... Waiter. Uh, Waiter, how long can love last? Everything is over between us. How long can love last? Everything Then you say, good. it's only fortunate we found out before things went too far. Fortunate before things went too far. Then you tell her, it happened when we were too young to know what we were doing. Too young to know what we were doing. But then, then you give it the clincher. You say, nothing you can say can make me change my mind. Goodbye. Nothing you can say can change my mind. Huh? Then you beat it before she gets a chance to try it. Yeah. Knock. All will wait out here in the hall. Yes, what is it, please? Well, I can't be seen. Yes, up to be
0: seen. Oh, I recognized you the minute I heard your voice. Come on in, honey. Come
2: in. Listen, but first... I got something to tell you. Sit I, 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 down. You have to give me
0: your hat and coat. Yeah. We got lots to talk about. Yeah, listen,
2: p- 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 tell pa- pa- p- Peggy.
0: P- how is Peggy? That sweet wife of yours. Everything is
2: over between us.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> but you've been married 18 years. Bertha,
2: how long can love last? It's only fortunate we found out before things went too far.
0: Oh, you can't mean it. What about your two children? We
2: were too young to know what we were doing.
0: <laughs> oh, listen, Riley. Maybe if I talk to Peg Penny... Nothing you
2: can say can make me change my mind. Goodbye. Well, how'd you make up, Riley? I don't know. I was in a daze. I said what you told me. Good. What did she say? I don't know. I hope it works. Oh, Gillis, marriage is one headache after another. If you ain't worrying about bills, you worry about the kids getting sick. And if it ain't the kids, it's your mother-in-law. And if it ain't your mother-in-law, it's something else. When you ain't worrying about another man breaking up your home, you're worrying about another woman breaking up your home. I tell you, marriage is horrible. But you love it, don't you? Yeah, that's the horrible part of it. <laughs>
1: And now back to the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley, where we find Riley's wife, Peg, carrying on a somewhat puzzling telephone conversation.
0: Why, of course I remember you, Bertha. When would you get into town? Yesterday. Didn't Riley tell you? Oh, did he know? Well, he was up to see me just now. He? Oh, well, no. He didn't tell me. Well, I guess he won't under the circumstances. Well, what do you mean, Bertha? Look, Peg. Bertha, bye. Well, that's funny. I wonder who's getting divorced. Oh,
2: Peg, how's my sweet dumpling?
0: Well, your sweet dumpling just got a very peculiar telephone call, and I suspect you had something to do with it.
2: What phone call? How would I know anything about a phone call? I don't know what you're talking about. In fact, I didn't even know Bertha's in town. (laughs)
0: No. No,
3: I,
2: I, I, I take that back.
0: Riley, what are you hiding?
2: Now, wait, Peg. Let's keep our heads. Why, get excited. There's nothing to get excited about. Absolutely nothing to get excited about. Oh,
0: who's excited? I am. <laughs> Riley, where were you just now? Me?
2: But uh, nowhere. I don't remember. Wherever I was, I didn't go to see Bertha. Now,
3: Riley. I didn't even
2: go near the Piltmore Hotel. But I can prove it, too. Ask Gillis. He was there with me. no.
3: <laughs> now,
0: listen, Riley, you can't fool me. I know you saw Bertha, and I want to know what it's all about.
2: Well, it's this way. Bertha, uh, look, Peg, I don't like to brag, but when you first met me, you must have noticed I was, well, different from other men.
3: Well,
2: yes, but I married you anyway.
0: <laughs> What is all this about? Well,
2: it's nothing, Peg. Forget it. Nothing.
0: But why should Bertha phone me and say she wants to talk about some divorce? Divorce? Don't believe her. You hung up, didn't you? Well, no, I didn't. She's coming over here soon. Well, don't let her
2: in. I don't want to see her. I'm going out.
0: Riley, wait a minute. Don't believe a
2: word she says. No matter what she tells you, remember, Peg, I love you. We'll never be separated. And if she wants me to run away with her, don't you worry. You're coming with us. (laughs) What a mess. Bertha on one side of me, Peg on the other. This is the tightest spot I'll ever be in. Don't you believe it?
4: <laughs> oh, it's you? Yes, it is I indeed. Digby Odell, the friendly undertaker. <laughs> Greetings, Riley. Your look. Riley, please change the expression on your face. This is my day
3: off.
2: <laughs> I'm in big trouble, Digger. Women. I'm telling you, one of these days a woman will drive me to my grave.
4: Not if I'm around, she won't. (laughs) I'll help you if you'll state your trouble, dear chum.
2: You see, Digger, I've got two women crazy about me. My wife and my old girlfriend, Bertha.
4: Ah, I was in a similar predicament once. Lovely damsels were always fighting for my affection. For instance, I remember one little lady. Whenever she saw me, she would immediately drop the man she was out with. Oh, you,
2: you like that, huh?
4: Not exactly. She was working for me as a pallbearer.
2: <laughs> well, we're both nice fellows, Digger. Why did we have to get such a rotten break and be so attractive
4: to women? That's our curse. We're charming and gay. <laughs> I dislike a bracket, but frankly, when I meet a woman, I send her out of this world. LAUGHTER
2: What'll I do, Digger? I know that Bertha won't give me up. I'm I'm just too lovable. I know she won't listen to reason. She's too stubborn.
4: Ah, yes. A stubborn person usually comes to a bad end. Take, for instance, my friend Timothy Groot. I wrote a little poem about him. I quote, Groot was stubborn. He wouldn't listen to reason. He wouldn't wear a coat in the cold winter season. Now snug as a bug is my friend Groot. But instead of a coat, he wears a mahogany suit. Well, this Bertha's over at the
2: house now, I think. She wants to make Peg divorce me.
4: What? And you left those two women alone under the same roof?
2: Well, I couldn't face that Bertha. I ran away.
4: Oh, Riley, that was the coward's way. There is a saying that we don't like in my profession. He who fights and runs away lives.
3: LAUGHTER
2: well, I can't go back home now. I just can't.
4: But think, man. Those two women driven by fashion, loving you, hating each other. Think what might happen.
2: Oh. Oh, Digger. Oh, Digger, what have I done? Why, Peg might... i, my... I got to get home right away before it's too late. Come with me, Digger.
4: I'd better not. If they see me, it's liable to give them ideas. <laughs> well, you. I'd better be... Double ego. <laughs> oh,
0: That's the funniest thing I ever heard of. Well, the joke's on me. Here I rush out to stop you from taking off for Reno, and you. <laughs> well, I'm afraid I'm stuck with Ronnie for life. But I like it. But I still don't get it, Peg. All those awful things Riley said at the hotel, it don't make sense. Oh, it makes sense if you know what goes on in that so-called brain of my husband's. He actually thinks that you're still carrying the torch for him. What? hmm Why, I just wanted to look him up and say hello for old time's sake. Oh, I know, Bertha. You don't have to explain. And it was sweet of you to be so concerned about us. Oh, well, I hate to see couples split up. I'm... Well, I'm sentimental about marriage. I cry every time I get married. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Peg, I... Oh. Oh, what's the matter? There's something pressing against my back behind the cushion here. Why, it's a gun. Oh, don't be scared. It's only Junior's cap pistol. That's Riley's idea of a hiding place. Oh, here, give it to me. I'll put it away so... Peg, the gun, Peg, don't shoot her. I ain't worth it. Why, why, Tell her you'll give me up.
2: Peg, it ain't worth the chair. Don't do it. Wait a minute, wait! I solved it. I'll live six months with each
3: of you. Only
2: don't fool the trigger, man. <laughs> oh, you, you, actually think I was going to
1: shoot,
3: Wilson? What? Oh, no. hysterical. (laughs) Wait a minute. What's the big joke? Oh, Riley. I was just...
0: Oh, Riley, if you aren't... (laughs) (laughs) This is Junior's cap pistol. Wait a minute. Let me get
2: this straight. Peg, you ain't gonna shoot Bertha because she wants me?
0: If she wants you, she can have you. (laughs) doing, Peg? I've had three like him already.
2: (laughs) But I thought Bertha was, you you said she, Bertha, you mean I can stay with my sweet Peg and be happy like we've been? Of
0: course you can.
2: What a revolting development this is. (laughs)